It was the dead of winter, and I had this girlfriend who I had been seeing for about two years, and I wanted to break it off with her. And while there are a lot of things that I really liked about her, there are other things that I knew deep down inside just did not sit right with me. And I'm a guy who hates breaking things off, but something instinctually told me that that is what I needed to do. Now, she had some insecurity issues in which she continuously worried about how I felt about her. And she needed constant reassurance about my feelings towards her. And this started to really build up as a stress for me. And this girl was just coming out of being an alcoholic. She was sober for one year, but I still think that she was dealing with some of those issues that led her to drink in the first place. And this came out in the form of this continuous worry about what I was thinking or what I thought about her. I think she had a really deep-seated insecurity, which is probably what led her to drink in the first place. And since she didn't have that as a crutch, it now came out in the form of this constant worry and needing for reassurance from me. Now, this is something that I don't blame her for. And to be honest, when I look back, I simply did not know how to reassure her. I know I could have done things a lot better, but I didn't have the understanding that I do now about how women work, how feminine energy works, and how me as a man needed to show up in a masculine way. My understanding back then was so thin that I just wanted to leave the relationship because I didn't know what to do. Now, I really did love and care for this girl. She was a lot of fun and we always had a great time. But I did not know how to utilize my own masculine energy to reassure her of her insecurities and it just became frustrating. So I decided to end it. We did try to hang out for a while, but it just eventually fizzled and we both moved on. But after we broke up, it took me a really long time to get over it. I had personally felt like I had wasted such an amazing opportunity. Up until this point, she was the prettiest girl that I had ever gone out with. And I just couldn't understand how I could have not been able to figure out something that was seemingly so great. But after the breakup, it took me a long time to get over it. I had personally felt like I had wasted a great opportunity with a great girl. She was the most beautiful girl that I had ever gone out with up until that point. And so I had a lot of regret and I could not understand how I could not have been able to fix it when it seemed so good. So I took about nine months to just be on my own. I did not date. I did not drink. I just went completely introspective and tried to figure out what had happened. This is where I really began to study feminine energy, masculine energy, femininity, and masculinity, and what it actually means to be a man. Stuff that hits hard and wasn't mainstream bullshit advice that you'd see in magazines or talk shows. So it did take me a long time to get over it, but I eventually did. And I get a lot of questions on Instagram from you guys on how to get over an ex or how to move on from an ex. So I want to share with you my thoughts and experiences of how to do that. So tonight I am sipping on a rye whiskey called Midwinter Nights Dram. It's a rare rye and it's hard to find. So if you ever see it when you're out, I would highly suggest trying a pour and seeing what you think of it. It's extremely smooth, extremely easy to drink, but it is a bit pricey. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about how to move on from an ex or a woman that you really 
liked. I'm gonna walk you through the steps that I took to do just that. And in addition to this, we've got a couple other fun surprises along the way. So without further ado, let's start the show. Alright, so the first part about moving on from an ex is recognizing that there is a very intense connection that you have with someone when you date them. When you go out with someone, you slowly over time build up these connections and these moments together and you get used to the way they do things, the, the things that they say, the way they look. You get accustomed to the way that special girl treats you, the way she looks at you, the way she does naughty things for you. There is a deep bond and connection and you start to see yourself as a joint entity. And this is where a lot of guys start to lose themselves. She starts to make up part of your identity. So when you lose her, you feel as though you lose part of yourself and this is very painful. And this is again why I advise men to really be solid in who they are in themselves and their own life. So if you do experience a breakup, it's not the end of your world. It can be a painful part of it, but it doesn't mean that you're left completely without any support or anything to fall back on. Because these are connections that you've made with her over time and it takes time to connect and a lot of men put themselves into a position where they define themselves so much by the woman that they are with. And look, I've been there before, you know, there are inside jokes that you share, you know, the way she brushes her teeth, the sweet things that she does for you, or like making dinner, or sometimes your mind just wanders to the pleasures that she brought to you in intimate ways. I mean, we're men, we think about these things. So there's all these emotional moments that you most likely shared with her that were both happy and sad, and this creates a bond that can really only be forged between the two of you since you were the ones that went through it together. These are extremely special. And so when the relationship ends, you experience a mixture of things, okay? And the first thing is absence, you know, that energy, that voice, that love, that body, all these things are simply gone. That presence that you were used to, it just ceases to exist. And it can happen so suddenly that it can really feel like a withdrawal. Another thing that we experience is failure. You know, you're gonna feel like you messed up and you failed your mission. And for men, feeling like a failure is one of our biggest pains. You want to be the one to make it right, to succeed, to provide safety and a way to have a happy ending. So when a breakup happens, you experience the absence and loneliness, but also the weight of the failure. And now you have to experience the failure alone. And another thing a lot of men feel is confusion because most men are blindsided when a woman breaks up with them. I hear time and time again from men who thought things were going great and it just came out of the blue. But the chances are things are not out of the blue. You just simply did not pick up on the signals because usually those signals are there if you know what to look for. I can work out by myself just fine, but when it comes to romance, that takes two. And the best place in America to meet single girls and guys is right here on the telephone. It's the Romance Connection at 1-900-909-8080. Call anytime, 24 hours, and hear recorded messages from fun-loving, exciting singles. The Romance Connection, 1-900-909-8080. $2 first minute, 45 cents additional minutes. Maybe we can work out together. 
So the first thing that you're going to want to do when moving on from an ex is to understand what your contribution was to the breakup, but also what their contribution was. Because a lot of times guys like to think it was their fault and if they just do this, they can fix it. When in reality, the girl also might have been doing things that you didn't see that contributed to the ending of the relationship also. And what I mean by this is a lot of things do irritate us in the relationship, but we tend to gloss over it. We kind of push it aside, we ignore it, and we don't really think rationally. Because here is the deal, when we break up with someone, we tend to reminisce on the fantasy of our ex. But you need to remember that there were things that led to the end. And either A, you dropped the ball, and if you did, well, then you need to identify those things and be honest with yourself. If you don't identify what you did wrong, chances are you're going to repeat those same mistakes in another relationship and go through the same heartache again. And B, they were not a perfect angel. There are things that they did as well that contributed to the ending of the relationship. If you look back and are honest with yourself, there could have been neediness. Maybe they were unfaithful. Maybe they belittled you on things that you really were excited about. Maybe they didn't support you. Or maybe there was just a bad chemistry between the two of you that you never acknowledged. Maybe because the sex was so great and you just wanted to keep doing that regardless of how you guys interacted otherwise. And here's something that I want you to remember. When we are in a relationship, we tend to focus on the things that bother us. But when we get out of the relationship, we focus on all of the good times and we see the past through rose-colored glasses. So it's really important that when you get out of a relationship that you take the time to ask yourself and write down what exactly did you do that contributed to the ending of the relationship and what did they do? Because this will help you see things more clearly instead of just an emotional response of just scrambling to try and get them back. Now when it comes to men, I've talked to enough of you guys to know and I've seen the pattern that usually when a woman breaks up with a man, it's because A, he's become complacent, he forgets to date her, forgets to court her, forgets to continue the courtship, and he gets kind of lazy, he'd rather just sit around playing video games or hang out with his friends and, 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 doesn't, and no longer dates her. Or the other thing that men tend to do is they become too needy. They look at her like a mother, they look at her like a therapist, and they're always emotional, they're moping, they're negative. They don't have that solid masculine vigor and fight that probably attracted them to them in the first place. As soon as a man gets his girlfriend, he gets comfortable, he gets lazy, he loses that masculine edge. And therefore, after a while, the woman just grows tired of it. She can't take care of you. She doesn't want to be your mommy. And so she calls it off and tries to look for someone, a man who's much more masculine. These are the two main things. These are the two biggest reasons I see of why women break up with their man. So you need to take that time and ask yourself and be honest, what did I do to contribute to the breakup of this relationship? The next thing that you're going to want to do is feel the pain. Now I know breakups hurt, they suck, and bad breakups can really feel like shit. Even though the rational side of your brain can understand why you might have broken up, your emotional side is going to hold you down, it's going to hurt, it's going to keep you back, and it's going to keep you dwelling on the breakup. I've seen it. I've had friends of mine come to me and talk to me and are in tears. And look, we've all been there before because that can really, really hurt. And my advice is you just got to feel that shit. You have to feel the pain. You have to sit with it for a while and you have to get it out. Don't be, this is a time where you don't want to hold it all in and hold it back. 
you got to deal with it. Now, in order to deal with it, I recommend journaling. You're going to want to write down everything that you feel, everything that's going through your head, all the little thoughts. Nothing is too trivial because this writing is simply for yourself. You're going to get a notebook and you're going to write everything that you feel down. And sometimes it's really helpful to say it, to write it in the form of a letter to your ex. You can write down all of your emotions, all of your regrets, and this can be cringy and cheesy as you want it to be. It does not matter. Do not censor yourself because this is only for you to read. You're never going to send this to them. Do not send this to them, please. <laughs> The physical act of writing helps purge these emotions. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to write everything that you wish you would have done better, wish that you would have said to them, things that you feel bad about, regrets that you have. Get this all out. The physical act of doing this is a very powerful tool. And my other suggestion if you are really hurting is to feel it head on. Feel that pain head on. Don't drink or don't do drugs or don't do anything that you normally might do to distract yourself, okay? All these other distractions like, you know, some guys drink, some guys do drugs, some guys watch porn. I would suggest do none of that. Sit with it, feel it, feel that pain because the sooner and the more intense that you deal with it, the stronger you'll become and the faster you'll get over it. Trust me on this one. I've been there before and um, it works so much better than if you are to rely on substances or these distractions and you don't deal with it because you're going to eventually deal with it at some point um, if you don't deal with it right away. A lot of people also recommend working out and I think this is a great idea. Physical fitness naturally alleviates anxiety and so one of the tr tricks that I like to do uh, when I go through a painful thing is to go for a run and I don't just mean like a little jog around the neighborhood. I mean physically just sprint as hard and fast as for as long as I can until I can't go any farther. And by the time I'm done, when I get there and I'm out of breath, I have nothing left to even worry about what's on my mind about the breakup or the girl that I am no longer with. Running until you can no longer run anymore, that feels incredible. You're gonna be tired, you're gonna be out of breath, but you're gonna have no more energy left for that anxiety. So if you're feeling that anxiety of after a breakup, go for that run and just run yourself so you can't go any further. Do you feel lonely tonight? Looking to meet new friends to talk with? Call 1-900-909-2222 and listen. As the man or woman that you desire, introduce and describe themselves. Hi, I'm Lisa. I have blonde... I'm 6'1", dark hair, blue eyes. With selective introductions, you make the choice or leave your own introduction and receive calls from those interested in you. Meet a new friend. You make the choice. Call 1-900-909-2222. $2 for the first minute, 35 cents for the additional minute. All right, the next step in the process of moving on from your ex is to go no contact. You've got to go totally solo here, especially if you were the one that got dumped. You essentially have to give them the gift of missing you. If you get dumped, that is it. It is over and you must walk off into the sunset. They basically will never get to see or hear from you again. Unless, of course, they reach out. But even then, you know, if they dumped you, um, there are some circumstances where you may want to get back together. But if you guys break up, you have to go no contact and just move on. You're not, you do not beg, you don't drovel, and you don't linger in hopes that there'll be another chance or that you'll get back together. 
Do not do that. You do not put yourself in a weak position like this. And the reason for this no contact is because you need time to move on from them. If you continuously are texting with them, calling them, seeing them, hanging out with them, that wound gets continuously reopened and you're gonna think about getting back together. You're going to think about all the good times that you had. And if they start to move on before you do, it's gonna hurt 10 times worse. So you must go completely solo, um, completely hermit mode and just go monk mode and be no contact and you disappear from their life. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to be alone. Be with your buddies, be with your friends, be with your family. Go hang out and interact with other people to get your mind off of it. But you just do not want to interact with that ex. And if you guys have the same social circle of friends, well, you're going to have to find other friends or be with other friends um, that do not interact with that ex. So move on from that. Do not see her again. Don't message with her again because you're gonna give yourself the sense of false hope and you're going to end up just hurting yourself even more. So once, you, once it's over, you move on and you do no contact. Now later on down the line, maybe someday when your emotions are completely over it, you bump into each other and you talk, you're cordial, you're kind, you're courteous. And yeah, if you, see, if you happen to see them when you're out and about, of course, always be kind and courteous, but you're not gonna initiate anything, you're not gonna start talking and you're not gonna want to get together. None of that stuff. It's it's over. All right. The next thing that you need to know, especially if you're going through a really tough breakup, you thought this girl was the best thing ever. Um, and that is to realize that there is no one. I know a lot of people like to talk about this whole idea of the soulmate out there, but you know, I hate to break your bubble, but this shit is bullshit. Um, you have to keep your perspective that there is no soulmate. There is no magical partner. There might be women that you really, really like more than others that really do it for you, but there is no such thing as the one. There are actually many ones and you've got to be patient and trust that there will be another one later on down the line. Because a lot of guys get hung up on this one girl. They think she was amazing and their soulmate and all this other stuff. And you end up missing out on other opportunities that might be coming your way because you are under the false belief that there is the one. Now she might have been very special. She might have been an amazing girl and I'm not taking that away from it, but you have to realize that after some time you will get over it, you will move on and you will meet other women. I wanna share with you a breakup that I had had and it's the one that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which was the girl who was up until that point, the most beautiful girl that I ever gone out with. And when we went our separate ways, that's what it felt like for me. I was thinking, man, how am I ever gonna find someone who's this good looking, who's this fun, who, whose chemistry is really, really good? How am I ever gonna find someone to, you know, that would be better than her? And it really stung. And so, you know, what I did was I was for about nine months to a year, I just went completely solo mode. I didn't date anybody, I didn't drink. Um, all I did was work out, focus on myself, and I, I read a lot of books and I really opened up and, and started to learn about um, what it means to be a masculine man, what it means to be a feminine woman, so I could really understand it. So the next time when I did find someone that I really liked, I wouldn't make the same mistakes. And sure enough, after about a year, I ended up meeting the girl that became my next girlfriend. And I think I was about, 
I don't know, I was probably around 35 years old. And this girl was a beautiful girl. She was a lot younger. She was only 24. She was younger. She was hotter. She was way more secure. She didn't have all those insecurity issues. She was sweet. She had a great family. She didn't have all these other issues that my ex-girlfriend had. So at the end of the day, I ended up finding someone much better than her. Now, it didn't seem like it at the time after I had just broken up with my ex, but I really stayed diligent. I focused on myself. I worked on myself. I got much more comfortable becoming a masculine man. So there was room for a girl like the next girl that I went out with was very feminine, very attractive, very sweet to come into my life. I was ready for it. So if you spend too much time being hung up on this one girl, you are going to miss opportunities for someone new to come into your life. And it might take you some time to find that next one. You know, there's no rush. The most important thing is to deal with your own shit and work it out and get to a place where you actually feel really good on your own. Because when you're feeling good on your own, you're going to have that sense of abundance. And someone out there, some, another girl is going to feel that. She's going to see that and want to come into your world. And that's exactly what happened with the girl that I met next. She was extremely beautiful. She was much younger. So many other guys were after her, but she had turned them all down and she wanted to be with me. And she made it very clear that she was into me. And by this time, I knew exactly what to do. So it was easy and effortless. And she became my girlfriend in about a month. She just, she said to me like, hey, you know, I really like you. Where's this going? If you just want to keep it casual, let me know. But I don't want to get my heart broken. <laughs> so she was very upfront. She made it very easy for me to know that she was into me. And so, you know, if you put in the time, go through the pain and put in your own work, you can come out on the other side with an even better girl. Another important announcement from Brill Cream. Men, beware. Use one dab of Brill Cream. Just a little dab makes your hair look excitingly clean, disturbingly healthy. This man dared to use two dabs. Now he's in trouble. We refuse to be responsible. So after you've done that, you've felt the pain, you're going to want to deal with your weaknesses. And if you did things that led to the breakup, you need to be honest with yourself about it. Do not play the blame game. Don't say, oh, this chick was a bitch and she did this, that, and the other thing. No, forget about that. You need to take full responsibility of what it is that you did to lead the relationship to an ending because at the end of the day you know men are the leaders in the relationship regardless of whether we think we are or not and so we have to be willing to take that responsibility and accept it so we can do better the next time so what i like to do is i like to write down and analyze what i can do better and then i begin to practice those things so for example with the the ex i had broken up with um, i was really not good at making decisions I was not good at leading the relationship. These are things that I didn't know that I needed to do. And so what I realized was that I need to really get comfortable stepping into my own masculinity and completely owning it, completely being 100% a man. And this meant become decisive. It meant going for what I want. It meant going for a kiss on the first date. Um, it meant setting t a time and day for dates and not asking what do you want to do where do you want to go what do you want to do it meant being decisive saying hey meet me here at this time and i'll see you then it meant saying being comfortable 
using flirty banter. It meant getting comfortable with sexual tension and escalation. These are things that when I was younger, I didn't really understand or know how to do. And so I understood that, especially the part about being a decisive, strong leader, I was completely lacking in that in a past relationship. So after we had broken up, I had looked at myself and realized, you know, if I would have just done those things better, I think we could have ended up a lot better instead of breaking up. So you need to go through and figure out what were the things that you needed to improve on. Write those things down and then get to work improving on them. Take chances, take risks. It's gonna be tough at first because you're gonna have to do things that you're not used to doing. I remember the first couple of times I would ask girls out and I just decided, and I learned like, hey, I just gotta make the decision and tell them where to meet me, when and where to meet me. When I first did that, it felt uncomfortable because I wasn't used to it. Or at the end of a first date, going in and giving her a kiss on the lips. That was something I was so uncomfortable with because I didn't know that, you know, that was a sign of confidence. And it was also a way to see if she was interested in me or not. So after I started practicing these things, it got easier. And when we would compliment me on my confidence, they would compliment me on my direct, on how direct I was and how decisive I was. These are things that really blew me away. So whatever your weaknesses are, make sure you learn them, you understand them, and then you master them and take your weaknesses and turn them into strengths. And lastly, when you've gone through this whole entire process, you want to be thankful for your ex. And I know this is a little bit cheese ball, but you honestly do because without that experience, you would not have been motivated to figure out where you fucked up, what your weaknesses are, where your shortcomings are at, and you would not have been able to grow in the way that you need to grow to get someone even better at to become an even better man. So you need to be thankful for those lessons that you learned that are helping to build you into the better man that you're becoming today. Thanks for tuning into the show. For more Sophisticated Scoundrel, you can find me on Instagram at The Sophisticated Scoundrel, or you can also follow me on YouTube at The Sophisticated Scoundrel, where you can get a visual version of this podcast. Or you can also find me at my main account, which is at Miami Vice Life on Instagram. I am very active in the stories. I post several times a week. And if you need any advice, you can also DM me at Miami Vice Life. I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching services for anybody who is looking for additional guidance in a challenge or a struggle that they're having, whether it be in relationships or life or career, you can book a session with me, which with each booking you get a first call and a follow-up call. I will leave a link for coaching in the show notes and the info on YouTube. If you'd like to support the channel in other ways, you can subscribe and share these videos or podcasts with anyone that you think would benefit from listening to them. You can also leave a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast or give the video a thumbs up on YouTube or Rumble. Those five-star reviews and the thumbs up really do help to bring awareness to the show. And if you have not already, I invite you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. The night is young, the drinks are strong, and I wish all of you a good night. We'll see you next time. Thank you.